This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. With our child-friendly helmet cameras, we're going to monitor each child from the moment they wake until they fall asleep to see precisely how many questions they ask in a day. Here we go. Why have I got a camera in front of me? So we do later. Can I have a baby brother? What's your favorite thing? I have a cold cupcake. Can I lick my finger? No, wait till you finished. Halfway stage, things are progressing nicely. Zachary has so far asked 122 questions. Bryony has asked 157, and Imani is staggering 177, giving an average of 152, putting them on course to smash the predicted total of 288. Hello. Hello. Will they be able to keep it up? was impressive. The question is, did our children really ask as many as 288 questions over the course of the day? Let's find out. Drum roll, please. Thank you. The average number of questions asked by our three children over the course of their waking day was an incredible 312. Why? 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 Because I said so, all right? Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Light a rose, I'm home again, rose, about a thousand kisses shy. Ding, dong, ding, I can hear the chapel bell chime. Ding, dong, ding, at the least suggestion, I'll pop. The question, light a rose, I'm home again, rose, without a sweetheart to my name. Light a rose, how everyone knows. Does God learn today on the Christian Car Guy? What are God's questions, right? So <laughs> I think it's a fascinating question. If God is omniscient and he knows everything, then does God learn and does God have questions? And I, you know, I, I was, I love that uh, intro there where I think it was done by sky one video where they asked these three children to wear these cameras so they could see how many questions they really ask in a given day. And you heard 312 was the average, right? Scott? Yeah. Scott is there. Turning? Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, I love the question you asked me right before that started, because, you know, we were in a studio and you said, Robbie, did you have somebody when you were growing up that you could go to with any question and they wouldn't blow you off? So who was that for you, Scott? My dad. Really? Yep. He would 
patiently answer every question. Yeah. And so obviously we were uh, the reason I, I'm, uh, that is on my heart. And then you heard light of Rose, by the way, from the music man. And you might've noticed the key line there is at the least suggestion. I'll pop the question. <laughs> That's a pretty good question that he's going to ask too. Will you marry me? <laughs> so what are God's questions and does he love to learn? And that those are kind of the things that, that, that jump out at me today at Christian car guy. We're going to get into all that, but we want to tell you that guess what? The Pilgrim is finally going to make some progress today, or the Plymouth is going to make some progress, I should say, because we've been a few months without getting out an episode because I've been actually really, really busy with my daughter's wedding and all sorts of things. But we got it out for you today. It's coming up in the last segment. It's episode 34 of A Plymouth's Progress, and it free features our very own Christian, is our producer, is hopeful. And I got to tell you, at the end of this particular episode... Um, Plymouth Valiant will sing. And I, I have never heard um, Jesse sing before. Jesse Cordy is the person that play is a actually very gifted uh, actor that, you know, actually played um, Le Flu in Beauty and the Beast on the original animated version. That's who does that for us just amazingly. But Jesse sings at the end of this episode and I, it just literally, I, I know when I wrote, wrote the script that it called for the song, but I, I kind of expected him to say it, not sing it, but he sings it and it'll be worth listening to just the, the end of it because it's just awesome. It just blew me away. So that's coming up. Episode 34, Christian Car Guy Theater. And of course it is the Jesus Labor Love Weekend which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis, which is why we have Scott Barton, our lead volunteer with us. And Scott, we're in the middle of it. We were donated a wonderful pickup truck, and we've been trying to place that, and we've got all sorts of interesting things going on this summer, right? You sure do. Yeah, and so we, you want to stay tuned for what's going on with that, and some people may be calling along those lines. But as always, our show is brought to you by Hebrew Letter, and today's show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Lamed. And the Lamed is the letter L in the English language. And you can hear it. And, it, and it's very key to the idea of learning. You can hear that L in the idea of learning. It's also there in loving that Lamed because it is your heart. is the first letter in your word heart. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that begs the question where we really want to go today is that if God made us, John Eldridge says when he does his first talk, at, if you go to Colorado to the John Eldridge boot camp, his very first talk, he's going to jump out and tell you that the most important thing he believes that God ever said to us, this is an interesting thing. I, I'd really challenged it the first time I heard it was for us to understand that we were made in God's image. And we were made male and female in God's image, and there was no confusion in that. <laughs> it was just, that's the way he made us. Fascinatingly, he says, and I believe this is true, if you get a good look at God's heart, you can have a better idea of your heart and vice versa. If you look at a child, right, look at a little boy and you'll get a pretty good idea of God's heart, right? Little boys love adventure, right? They want to go out inside and play. They they love adventure. God loves adventure. See that he took every saint on adventures. Oh my goodness. Did Paul go on some adventures? Did David go on some adventures? And then little boys love to rescue the beauty. They do. You know, they dream of how they're going to rescue the beauty. The, Mm. the, the, you know, the princess who's beset by a dragon, that's the whole deal. God loves to do that. So along those lines, if you look at any child, 
as our little audio presentation started out, you can see that they love to ask questions. And so wouldn't it only be the case that God loves to ask questions? Because God is also a learner and a lover, and lovers love to learn. We love, you know, when you're sitting there across the dinner table from someone you love, right? Especially that first few dates, I bet you're asking question after question, just oh, yeah. like that little kid, right? That That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And so here's an interesting thing for those of you who think God doesn't learn anything. If you look at Matthew 7, 23, what does he say? He says, depart from me. I never knew you. Well, apparently there's something he would like to know that he doesn't know. And so along those lines, that's my question to you today is what do you think about the idea of does God learn? And if so, what might be his questions? 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four is a number to call in and share with that information. Eight six six three four eight truth, and and how amazing is it that we, you know, get to learn these things? But actually, you know, this morning, as you might imagine, I went to God in prayer and I said, "Well, God, what is your question? You know, what what is what what question do you have for me?" And I got to tell you, my pride was assaulted when he gave me the answer. Hmm. He said, Robbie, look up the question, look up the word question in Hebrew, and I think you'll see the answer. And so I looked up the word question in Hebrew, and it shocked me. It shocked my pride because it it kind of illustrated this idea of, of marriage, which that's the letter het, and then the letter vav, which means a continual continuation of something, of your marriage. And then the letter dalet, which means a servant. Which means what a servant does when he goes to serve you, what he wants to know is how may I serve you? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what Jesus' question was to me? How may I serve you? And I, that jumped off. I was like, whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, it's inherent that we don't necessarily want somebody to serve us. But the idea of question, a servant has always got the question, how can I serve? How can I serve? How can I serve? Well, Jesus said, I didn't come to do what? I came to serve. Right? So, th- so think about that. And it, it started to make sense to me that that would be his question. What do you... Think about that. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Got a lot more coming up with Scott Barton, the Jesus Labor Love, and, of course, Christian Car Guy Theater coming up in the last segment. Stay tuned. So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. What's your favorite thing? I have a cold cupcake. Can I lick my finger? No, wait till finished. At the halfway stage, things are progressing nicely. Zachary has so far asked 122 questions. Brian has asked 157. And Imani is staggering 177. Ding dong, ding. Suggestion, I'll pop the question. Does God learn today on the Christian Car Guy Show? And what might be 
God's questions. So how fun is that? We are wondering what you think about that or what might be your question. Or you maybe got something with the Jesus Labor Love. We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. As a matter of fact, we got Ryan and Sonny with us, and they've got a testimony for us. So Ryan and Sonny, this is, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So what have, what have you got for us? Well, basically, sir, we would just like to call in and just give our testimony of how God blessed us and how um, they blessed us through you. And uh, we was in a situation with our car, and it had broke down. And uh, I'll be honest with you, we couldn't find help anywhere. Uh, a lot of agencies didn't want to help us. Uh, a lot of people, for that matter, didn't want to help us. Uh, but we did get in touch with your agency, and you decided to help us and uh, get our car back on the road. So we just wanted to, um, first of all, thank God, you know, in the heaven above. And uh, and then we wanted to uh, come on and uh, and say thank you uh, to you and, uh, and all your staff and every hand that uh, touched our situation. And first and foremost, we prayed about it. Yes, we did. We prayed about it, and the Spirit led us to y'all. Isn't that so amazing? Give, wow. Yeah, we want to give great and many thanks for you, your foundation, and the people that stand behind you because you're actually the shepherd. Wow. And, and we just praise the Lord in, in, in so many ways that wow. I, I, I couldn't even begin to even break it down and explain the things that uh, the Spirit has led us to see since then. And we, we just we're so honored. And blessed, and we know that you can't help everyone. We know you can't help everyone, but you, but you chose us to help, and and we just we're just so grateful that uh, for that, and uh, and and so thankful to you for that. Uh, good morning, Ryan. This is Scott, and um, you're going through your own little trial right now. Um, yes, sir. If you want to tell the listeners what you're going through, we'd. Well, uh, just a brief history of, of what I'm going through. Um, I was uh, I was a contractor last year, uh, and uh, May 28th, uh, I went to the hospital because I had a sore throat. Well, after arriving to the hospital, they informed me that uh, that I had uh, ALL, which is um, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. So, wow. uh, yeah, I had to give up my job. I had to give up a lot of things, actually. And I've been fighting that ever since, and I'm still fighting it now. As a matter of fact, I just had chemotherapy yesterday. Mm. But uh, it's, it's been a real uh, it's been a real challenge, a real climb. But, uh, you know, uh, even after you get diagnosed with cancer or something like that, you know, the hits keep coming. They don't stop. You know, they keep coming. So uh, basically, I just try to keep an outlook, you know, a good outlook on life. Uh, I know that uh, God is 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 at you know the helm, and uh, and He just leads the way, and I just continue to try to follow. And my wife has been you know detrimental uh, in my support, and uh, she's she's you know been my leg to stand on. But uh, people such as yourself has also helped me along the way. So uh, you Ryan, know, I try to yeah yeah Ryan, I I know from my own cancer. Um, ordeal, I guess that might be a good way to put it, 
that your wife is so critical to what's going on and, and her needs are so critical. Cause I can remember, you know, a lot of people would always ask how Robbie's, how is Robbie doing? How is Robbie doing? I had lymphoma. Um, and, oh, God bless you. and, and so she really, you know, was always at the caregiver mode is really almost, I, I often thought it'd be easier to be the pay, patient than it would be oh, yeah. that the caregiver. So our hats off to you, um, Sonny. And, and, and also I wanted to, um, give you some encouragement that I had what was supposedly called killer cell lymphoma. And wow. my sister had told me that I only, you know, only two people had had that in the United States and neither one of them lived a month when I was diagnosed. Oh, wow. And, uh, uh, I was at my dealership where I worked and a man came by, happened to be a pastor who said that God had told him there was somebody here that needed to be healed. And so he came in and laid hands on me, anointed me with oil, which I was not, I was a baby Christian. I had no clue what he was doing. In fact, I thought he was nuts, hmm. but he prayed and oh my goodness, I was covered in tumors. I was covered in tumors. And my chemotherapy was to start Monday, which I'd ended up doing. But when I showed up Monday, there was not a tumor to be wow. found anywhere. Oh my goodness. Amen. And, and so, yeah. And Praise so what I wanted Lord. to do with all our listeners, like Scott said, let's all pray for Ryan right now yeah. in, in the spirit of Pastor Little, who's now gone to be with the Lord, who prayed mm -hmm. for me that day. Yep. And God ultimately, obviously, is a physician. And just like he led this to have this ministry and he led us for this connection, maybe led us for such a time as this to, to have this prayer. So, Jesus, thank you for Ryan. Yes. I am so grateful mm -hmm. that, that the spirit has led him to us and, and that we were able to help because of all the people that listen and all the people that support this show and all the radio stations yes, that carry it. But, but Lord, right now, you know, we're calling on, on you for a healing Lord. You, you are the, you are the great physician. I know you're over this cancer. And, and so Lord, I just pray you would touch his body as his blood um, yes. and, and that you would heal it and, 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 and that he would be free from this disease. Lord, with the anointing you've given me, Lord, I give it to Ryan and, and I pray yes. that you would give him what you gave me. Yeah. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 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 Oh, thank you for that power and glory and grace. Thank you so much for that. I tell you, uh, God gives us exactly what, what we need, exactly mm -hmm. what we need. He's an on-time God, and I, I just I, I thank you so much for that. That was wonderful. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you so much for calling guys. in. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Wow. Ain't God great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back with much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. What's your favorite thing? I have a cold cupcake. Can I lick my finger? No, wait till finished. Yeah. At the halfway stage, things are progressing nicely. Zachary has so far asked 122 questions. Bryony has asked 157, and Imani is staggering 177. Ding dong, ding. Suggestion, I'll pop the question. Does God learn? 
today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And what might God's questions be? It's a fun thing to think about, pray about. I, I think you would enjoy uh, communing with God over that particular mm-hmm. subject. I, I sure have over the, the whole week. I've just been my lesson plan of what I got to do, but we're so excited. It is the Jesus Labor Love Week, and so we got a lot of Jesus Labor Love uh, folks calling in. So we got Mrs. J is in Greensboro. Mrs. J, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, um, Rocky. How are you? Good morning, Jacqueline. I am excited that you are calling because you are always such a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad to have you back. Well, well, good. I've been out for a minute. I'll tell you why in a moment. Um, I want to give a shout out to um, Mr. Scott first. How you doing, Mr. Scott? I am blessed. I hope you have a new song or a new poem for us. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I always have that. He says, stay ready. So, yeah. But I'm calling. Um, I just had knee replacement mm. surgery, and I'm, and I'm recovering. I just um, um, came home yesterday. And, um is um, I just want you guys to pray for my, my recovery, you know, um, as I know God is a good guy. He's good. And also, you guys have been praying for my my mother. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, for cancer. And um, she's totally cancer-free now. You're kidding. Oh, isn't that wonderful? She's totally Praise cancer-free. Praise the Lord. She's in a hospital. Um, she doesn't have as many aids there with her. She is going to physical therapy. Um, she's wearing these boots to learn how to rewalk again. Mm. Um, she still has the colostomy bag, and we're going to believe God also uh, for to re- you know to redo that bag um, when it's time. But these days they couldn't find any more of the cancer, and she's on her way to recovery. And I just want you to know that I may sound a little weak because, um, like I said, I just got released from the hospital, and I could not. I said, God, am I supposed to call today? I like to be. Um, foot's just being led and ordered. So that when the I'm power is there, the power is there. <laughs> I, I couldn't oh. agree. How's your mom's faith? My mother's faith, she believes in God. She really, really does. She's just old school. She's old school with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that school's about as old as it gets. <laughs> yes. As <laughs> a matter of fact, she said... He, as a matter of fact, Robbie, she said that she never even received that in her body um, when they told her that she had it. The whole time she was going through her, her chemo, she never received it. Good for her. She, mm, she I, I'm so announcing it down, you know, and, um, and, but she went to the doctor because she knew that that was the thing to do. You know, same with me. I was believing God for it, like maybe he's going to give me total knees, you know, <laughs> But um, sometimes, you know, he does things in a way that we know not of. You oh, know, he, he never, I, I have never known him. I've been healed of, of many, many things of great variety and saved from <laughs> lots of calamity. But it's never the same way. And and that's part of the beauty of, and, and you know, how creative it is. Well, let's. Let's pray right now, Scott, for for her and 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 your her recovery and her mom's recovery. Lord, thank you for Mrs. J. I thank you for her giftings. Um, I thank you for her love for you, her mother's love for you, and and I'm so grateful uh, for what you've done to getting them the procedures and the cancer free. Yes. But now, Lord, it's yes. it's the next step of of walking in. Um, that new knee and walking in that new cancer freeness, however that works. Lord, we pray that you would guide them. I love what Jacqueline said, that, that you order her steps, Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, order all of ours and continue to guide them. 
uh, is I yes. thank you so much for our relationship and the Jesus labor love that brought this together as it brings us together yes. in so many different ways, which we know it's of you because when you, when things are brought together unto you, uh, you know, we love you. So we obey you in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. And we also <laughs> ask father that you help miss Ward get back to driving her children around on the school bus so she can continue yeah. to impact them yeah. in a godly way. Well, thank you so much, Jacqueline. I got to get to Wendy, who's calling in as well. But you have a great week, okay? Okay. Thank you, guys. I love you God bless you. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Good morning, Wendy. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Wendy. How are you doing? Doing super. What what have you got for us? I'm just calling to say thank you. My car is running at the moment, and that's such a blessing. I'm grateful. Is it leaking on the inside, the outside, and the engine? <laughs> the inside is still leaking. The engine you guys fixed, so I'm grateful for that. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm just kidding about that That call that you had <laughs> a few months back. Yeah, it, it totally was leaking everywhere before, yeah. so thank you for fixing it. Well, isn't that cool how God, I, you know, I still marvel. I always do. It's not unlike Christian Car Guy Theater, which, you know, you're going to hear in the next segment is it's, you know, God gave me that. He gave me the Jesus labor love. I was coming back from, I don't know if you know this, Scott, but I was coming back from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, I think in 2012 and asking God, I know you want more from this program. I know you want something, I, you know, share with me what that might be. And I was listening to another Christian radio station and that Christian radio station, all of a sudden, almost in, immediately after I asked that question, started talking about this men's ministry that they had at this church where they would go out and they would help single moms and widows oh, every wow. Saturday and do whatever they needed to do around the house, you know, because single moms and widows needed. And immediately I related to that because almost every phone call, almost every question, every email I got from the time I started to do the show was from a single mom or widow. The Christian car guy show. All right. And I thought that's exactly it. We, yep. we need to help. If, if that men can do that, maybe, maybe God wants to do that. And so that was how God put me on the idea. Mm. Um, and, and then I just started asking uh, repair shops and people that I knew, do, they, do you think you could cooperate in this? And, and we had that in so many different ways. And, and so we're, um, we're so grateful for that, Wendy. But I got to get to another call that needs prayer. So we're going to do to that unless you had something else that you, that you need to say, Wendy. I was just going to say sometimes God gives you the who and then works out the what. And I'm thankful for your faithfulness that once he gave you the who, you let him figure out the what, and it's, it's really affected our lives in a huge way. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Wendy. Thank God you, bless Wendy. you. We're so grateful to hear from you. Yeah. So, moving on to we got a anonymous caller you. calling in. So, how can we pray for you? Good morning, and I love your show all, every time. Um, yeah, this is anonymous. Um, well, I understand. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, a couple years ago. They diagnosed me with uh, a growth in my left lung, and then about a month ago, uh, they said, I've got one in my right lung, and I am fearful. But at the same time, I had literally the peace that passes all understanding. I really, as far as that, I've never felt better, but I'm fearful. So, I understand. Um, sure. Yeah. 
And, and so have they biopsied those growths? No, they said they have to, oh man, they'd have to, the biopsy, they'd have to take the bottom third of my lung out. Mm. Wow, okay. So, well, let's just pray because um, we, right. we need to do that. Lord, thank you for my dear friend who called in, who trusted us with this need that she has and that, yes, you know, she knows you, you want to know how she really feels. And so Lord, you, you can hear that, that she has great faith, but help her in her unbelief. Yes, right. Father. I mean, that's where we all are. We, we know you're going to do it. We just, you know, help us with our unbelief, help us with our fears, Lord. Yep. Uh, Cause we know that perfect love drives out all fear. Yes. So Lord, we pray that you would, Help her to sense your presence because in your presence is fullness of joy. And, and, and Lord, we pray that you would touch her body in such a way as to heal her as I was healed. Yes. Um, that, that, again, lungs are such a critical mm -hmm. part of breathing and, and sensing your presence, Lord. And we're so grateful for the air that yes, we Father. breathe. And we pray that those breaths that she takes will breathe in a healing and a sense of you um, that, that no cancer could hang around because, Lord, where you are, no evil can be. So, Lord, we pray that you would just fill her and help her to sense your presence. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Amen Father. Thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you, it. Oh, thank you for God calling us. You. Thank you for, for trusting us. God bless you. <laughs> you share. You have hey, a great weekend, okay? Wait. All right. I'm stay out of trouble, okay? <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> yeah, my wife would love for me to stay out of trouble. She, 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 it's like if I can't take a, a, any kind of turn, like, don't do that. You know, you're, you're accident prone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, you know, that's kind of how life works. Yeah. But, um, wow. You know, we got this episode of Christian Car Guy Theater coming, and I am just touched by all the prayers today, mm -hmm. um, by all of you who joined us in prayer, and for the, the, the faithfulness of our listeners that would trust us with their needs, both with their cars and their other stuff. So, and for you, Scott, well, I know you're praying with all these people, Lord. Thank you so much for all of this, and now stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. And now time for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, A Plymouth Progress, episode 34. It might be helpful for you to understand the storyline to go back and listen to previous episodes. You can do that at ChristianCarGuy.com. Just click on the podcast page for Christian Car Guy Theater. Now, Jimmy saw in his dream that the following answer made by Mustang Money Love to Buick Buy-In's question was highly applauded by them all. The question had been whether it was wrong to have a desire to increase in wealth and influence Wherefore, the sedans concluded amongst themselves that by becoming religious, they could improve their income, perhaps get rich. Well, these sedans felt quite satisfied with their conclusions and even wished to share their thoughts with Valiant and Hopeful, who were still well ahead of them and down the road. Because as they thought, no sedan would be able to contradict their conclusions, and because Valiant and Hopeful were still driving ahead of them, ever faster, by the way, and yet they were close enough to catch up with them. 
and they jointly agreed to assault Valiant and hopeful with a question as soon as they overtook them. And they were even more eager to do that because Valiant had opposed Buick Bayans before. So they called after them, and Valiant and Hopeful stopped and parked till the rest of the sedans came up to them. The sedans concluded as they went that not Buick Bayans, but old Hummer Hold the World should present the question to them because, as they supposed, their answer to him would be without the remainder of the heat that was kindled between Buick Bayans and Valiant at their parting, which was just a little while before. So they came up to each other, and after a short salutation, Hummer Hold the World proposed the question to Valiant and Hopeful and bid them to answer it if they could. The question, by way of remainder, was whether it was wrong to have a desire to increase in wealth and influence or to get religious in order to achieve all these in a good and profitable plan. Even a babe in religion may answer 10,000 such questions. For if it be unlawful to follow Christ for loaves, as it says in John 6, how much more abominable is it to make of him and religion a stalking horse to get and enjoy the world, huh? How much more abominable is it to make him and religion into a self-serving device for getting and enjoying the world? Nor do we find any other than heathens, hypocrites, devils, and witches that are of this opinion. <laughs> the hypocritical Pharisees were this religion. Long prayers were their pretense. But their intention was to get widows, garages, and riches. And their judgment was greater damnation from God. Judas, the devil, was also of this religion. He was religious for the bag of money, that he might be possessed of what was therein. But he was lost, cast away, and the very son of perdition. Simon the witch was of this religion too, for he wanted the Holy Ghost for the purpose of his own personal financial gain. And you can read in Acts the response of the Apostle Peter, and his sentence from Peter's mouth was fitting. It also occurs to me that the sedan who takes up religion for the world will just as easily throw away religion for the world. For just as Judas desired the world in becoming religious, so did he also sell religion and his master for the same. To answer the question, therefore, affirmatively, as I perceive you have done, and to accept as authentic such an answer, is both heathenish, hypocritical, and devilish, and your reward will be according to your works. Then the whole lot of the sedans were parked and staring at one another, but were unable to answer Valiant. Hopeful also approved of the soundness of Valiant's answer, so there was a great silence among all of them. Buick Lyons and his company jumped and jerked as they tried to go forward so that Plymouth Valiant and Horizon Hopeful might continue to drive ahead of them. Then said Valiant to his fellow sedan, If these sedans cannot make their case before another sedan, what will they do with their case before God? And if they are mute when dealt with by the vessels of clay, what will they do when they shall be rebuked? by the flames of a devouring fire. Then Valiant and Hopeful out drove them again, and the others went till they came to a delicate plain called Ease, where they went with much content. But that plain was but narrow, so they quickly drove over it. And now at the further side of the plain was a little hill called Lucre, and in that hill a silver mine, which some of them had formerly gone that way because of the rarity of it. They had turned aside to see, but going too near the brink of the pit, the ground being deceitful under them, broke and they were slain. 
Some also had been maimed there and could not to their dying day be their own sedans ever again. Then Jimmy saw in his dream that a little off the road over against the silver mine stood Dodge Demas to call the pastures to come and see. And he said to Valiant and his fellow, Hee-hoo! Come on over here, you two. Boy, have I got something to show you. What thing so deserving as to turn us out of the way? Right here's a silver mine with opportunity to dig for treasure. If you come, with little pains you may richly provide for yourselves. Let us go see. Not I. I have heard of this place before now, and how many have there been slain. And besides that treasure is a snare to those that seek it. For it hindereth from their pilgrimage. Then Valiant called to Demas. Is not this place dangerous? Has it not hindered many in their pilgrimage? Well, not very dangerous, except to those that are careless. But Demas's eye darted a bit as he said that. Then said Valiant to Hopeful. Let us not even change lanes, but keep on our way. I warrant you, when Buick Bayans and his group drive up, if he has the same invitation as we, he will turn in to see. I have no doubt about that, for his principles lead him that way, and I bet a hundred to one that he dies there. But come on, boys. Come over and just take a little look-see. That won't hurt nothing. Demas, you are an enemy to the right ways of the Lord of this way and have been already condemned for your own turning aside by one of his majesty's judges. And why do you seek to bring us into the same condemnation? Besides, if we at all turn aside, our lord and king will certainly hear about it, and we will suffer shame instead of standing with boldness before him. But I'm of your car club. If you tarry a little, I'll gladly drive with you. What is your name? Is it not the same as I have called you? Oh, yes. My name is Demas. I'm the son of Abraham. I know you. Gehesi was your great-grandfather, and Judas was your father. And you have trod in their steps. (laughs) It is but a devilish prank that you use. Your father was hanged for a traitor, and you deserve no better reward. Assure yourself that when we come to the king, you will tell him about your behavior. Thus they each went their way. But by this time, Buick Bayans and his companions were come again within sight. And they at the first beck went over to Demas. Now whether they fell into the pit by looking over the brink thereof, or whether they went down to dig, or whether they were smothered in the bottom by the damps that commonly arise, or of these things I'm not certain. But this Jimmy observed that they were never, ever seen again in the way. Then sang Valiant, Buick by ends and Silver Demas both agree. One calls, the other runs, that he may be. A sharer in his riches, so these do. Take up in this world and no further do. And now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. I'm a guessing old Buick Bayans was hoping to mine silver so he could be like that Hollywood actor who sleeps in a sterling silver cage. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. I get it. Nicholas. 
Nicholas Cage. <laughs> That's good, Daddy. You know, in Psalm 40, verse 4, it says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not look to the proud, nor to, the, to those who turn aside to false gods. <laughs> and then in, in verse, verse 2, it says, he, he lifts us out of the slimy pit, sets our feet on a rock. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. This is the Truth Network.